at your service, Rasa. How are you doing? I am very well. How are you? Wonderful. Are you ready to know everything? Gosh, that sounds fun! Well then, let's do it. I want to share a theory about the power of compromising. Ooh, all right, let's hear it. There's this thing that happens a lot where you want something, but somebody doesn't want to give it to you. Are we talking about brownies and sleepovers specifically? Actually, that's a great example. Let's say I want a sleepover with my friend, and I say, Dad, can we please have a sleepover? Can we please have a sleepover? Can we please have a sleepover? Dad says, no, I don't want to be woken up in the middle of the night by giggles and shouts and the noise of candy wrappers. And I want to be with a non-sleep-deprived Rasa tomorrow. Well, we're at a problem. I want this, and that would make me happy. And he wants something else that would make him happy. Yes, and I know that he very well. And I think you've got him exactly right. And since we both disagree, neither of us can get our way without the other one being unhappy. Yeah, I hate disappointing you, even though I also hate disappointing myself. Exactly. This is where compromising comes in. I might say, hmm, I guess that makes sense. What if my friend and I play until bedtime, and then she goes home and I go to bed? I might be so happy to hear that that I'd say, yeah, and she can even come over tomorrow for breakfast. Exactly. Now, I'm happy because I get to be with my friend, and he's happy because he doesn't have to face the wrath of a sleep-deprived Rasa. <laughs> yes, and she doesn't have to face the wrath of a sleep-deprived dad. Hmm. So, next time you're stuck, you're at a disagreement, you want this so bad, but the other person wants something else. You can compromise get part of what you want, they get part of what they want. You guys are both happy. Hmm. I have to say, now that you've outlined your process, I realize you do this all the time. And I wonder if part of that's because you have less power and control than I do as the parent. But also, I have to say, it seems like you're happier than I am as a general rule. Not that I'm unhappy, but that you're always looking to either get what you want, but also get what the other person wants too. You find the solution so people aren't mad at you the way they might be mad at me sometimes. And you're not mad at them the way I might be mad at them sometimes. You keep it pretty smiley on both sides. Mm. Thank you for the compliment, but it's not me. It's the compromise. Are you ready for today's poem? Yeah, what is it? It's called Black Cat by Rainer Maria Rilke. A ghost, though invisible, still is like a place your sight can knock on, echoing, but here within this thick black pelt, your strongest gaze will be absorbed and utterly disappear. Just as a raving madman, when nothing else can ease him, charges into his dark night howling, Pounds on the padded wall and feels the rage be taken in and pacified. She seems to hide all looks that have ever fallen into her, so that, like an audience, she can look over them, menacing and sullen, 
to curl up to sleep with them. But all at once, as if awakened, she turns her face to yours. And with a shock, you see yourself, teeny, inside the golden amber of her eyeballs, suspended like a prehistoric fly. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the shivers, and I guess it's appropriate because the poem is named Black Cat. Do you want to read it? I'd love to. Black Cat by Rainer Maria Rilke. A ghost, though invisible, still is like a place your sight can knock on, echoing. But here, within this thick black pelt, your strongest gaze will be absorbed and utterly disappear. Just as a raving madman, when nothing else can ease him, charges into his dark night howling, pounds on the padded cell, and feels the rage being taken in and pacified. She seems to hide all looks that have ever fallen into her, so that, like an audience, she can look them over, menacing and sullen, and curl to sleep with them. But all at once, as if awakened, she turns her face to yours, and with a shock, you see yourself, tiny, inside the golden amber of her eyeballs suspended, like a prehistoric fly. Wow. What are some of the things that are happening in this poem? Well, you're looking at the thick black pelt of the cat, and your gaze is absorbed and disappears, like a madman pounding on a padded wall. All looks that ever fall on her get hidden, and they turn the audience even to sleep. But when she looks at you, you don't escape, do you? No, you see yourself in her eyes. Yes, you're captured like what? A prehistoric fly. Yes, there's a hunter nature at the heart of cats. We've got two of them. Yeah. That's definitely true. Though in our case, it's less hunting animals and more hunting the hamburger buns in the cabinet. Do you think there's something particular to a black cat in that it has the power to repel being looked at, to stop anyone's gaze, but can still capture you in its eyes like any other cat? Do you buy that story that the poet here is telling? Hmm, I don't know about that. But our cats can make their eyes go pretty big when they want treats. Last segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? I do. It's from a listener named Idris from Boston, Massachusetts. And Idris asks, why is sugar bad for your body? That is a great question. I'll have to research it and get back to you. I'm back and I've got the answer to your vexing question. Sugar is definitely bad for you, but why? Here are some of the reasons. One of the first reasons is diabetes. It is not true that sugar makes type 2 diabetes, but 
high calories do lead to type 2 diabetes, and sugary foods are high in calories. The second reason is sugar has no nutritional benefits. If you add sugar to food, then it adds to the calories, but it doesn't add any nutrients. And last, tooth cavities. After you eat, the bacteria in your mouth forms a thin layer of plaque over your teeth, which reacts to sugar in meals. When you eat that sugar, it releases acid that can damage your teeth. These reasons are why sugar is bad for you. So increased risk of disease, no nutrients to help, and your teeth are going to rot away? Exactly. On the upside, brownies, ice cream, lollipops. This calls for a compromise. A little sugar every once in a while, just not a lot all the time. So, cut our next ice cream cone in half? Mmm, something like that. You must know everything was produced by me, Rossa Smith, and him, Jeremy Smith. And the amazing music was by Furniture. Get cool, you must know everything merchandise, submit your own vexing questions, and listen to more than 50 previous episodes at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Please rate, review, and share the show. And please tune in next time for everything you need to know.